Hello, I'm Martijn Graat and this is Does Logistics Matter? A podcast on trends and innovations in supply chain and logistics. Answering yes to the question today again is Pieter van den Broeke, Managing Director, Netherlands, Belgium and Germany at Manhattan Associates. In this episode, we talk about the increased complexity of managing inventory, the difference between business-to-consumer and business-to-business supply chains, how linear supply chains have become supply networks, and how digitization and the holistic approach supports executing at the speed of your customer. Please enjoy my conversation with Pieter van den Broeke. Peter, welcome back to the show. Hi, Martijn. Yeah, so uh, I've already asked you two times, uh, but I'll, I'll ask you a third time. Uh, does logistics matter? Logistics matter, Martijn. Uh, when you see how companies want to be as close to the customer as possible, logistics becomes a very important uh, uh, success factor in uh, achieving that goal. So yes, it does matter. <laughs> well, I fully, <laughs> I fully agree. Um, um, uh, yeah, you mentioned companies being closer to the to the consumer. Uh, supply chains are are under pressure uh, to satisfy these end customers, uh, whether that's uh, a, a business supplying another business, uh, or maybe even more when it's a business uh, supplying a, a consumer who wants everything uh, now. Um, what, what developments do you see? Yeah, Martin, pressure is really on. Um, if you if you look more from a from a business to consumer perspective. We've seen that in, in recent uh, periods that uh, consumers are more and more going online and, and, and they were kind of forced to do so. Um, they can go back to offline uh, kind of uh, consumer behavior shopping, uh, but they're still trying to kind of try to find their place in, in, in how, how to shop and, and how to get uh, stuff delivered uh, to, to them. Um, and um, it's, it's, it's trying to find the balance again. And, and what I see is that uh, consumers are expecting much more from their offline experience. When they go into town, uh, they want to have a great experience, but it needs to kind of um, become equally convenient to get uh, goods that they buy delivered uh, in their hands. Could be, you know, in, in the back, uh, leaving the store, or also could be delivering to their home uh, location. So. Also, you know how the the the, the store associate is, is 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 engaging with the consumer needs to go to a, a different level, uh, a level which is uh, supported by digitization. Now, for business to to business uh, organizations, what you see is that the buyer, their buyers, their customers, they are behaving like consumers now. So they really have to kind of also support that kind of behavior, which is giving them fulfillment challenges. But all of that in a context where there are a lot of supply shortages. Uh, the supply chain is under pressure, a shortage of supply, and um, and and also an expectation that their customers, they actually want to buy from, from, from as few vendors as possible. So uh, many B2B companies are broadening their assortment which is actually uh, giving them some challenges and, um, and and because they can't really hold that full assortment uh, on, on, on in, in their own uh, supply chain structure. So they need to find ways to uh, bring a big assortment at the same time, not kill themselves from a, from an uh, investment perspective, uh, inventory investment perspective. So, so yeah, I hear, uh, well, two, uh, different categories, business, business to consumer and, and business to business. Um, what do you see are, are the main differences between the two if you, if you look at how they approach inventory management? Yeah, very good question, Martijn. So uh, in, in the 
in the retail world, let's say B2C, um, the, as, as there is like a crossover between online buying, in-store buying, fulfillment from DC, fulfillment from store. So retailers have to kind of make up their mind, how am I going to position my inventory? Shall I keep it in the DC? Shall I put it in the store? Uh, and, 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 and that question is, 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 is top of mind and giving some, some, some challenges. From a B2B perspective, uh, as I said, there is a, a big push to bring an as big assortment forward to the, to the marketplace as possible. The question is more like, shall I keep that assortment on stock myself in my own warehouses, uh, or shall I actually keep it with my suppliers, but still make it available for me as a, as a selling organization to my, to my customers? So there the question is more, is my inventory with my suppliers or is it in my own distribution network? Yeah, so these are, but both kind of our illustrations, both trends are illustrations of complexity, which is kind of a network complexity yeah, and, and, and bring, bring its, uh, its, its challenges from a, from a fulfillment organization perspective. So um, you mentioned business to consumer and business uh, to business and how they both are impacted differently. Um, what, is the, what is the impact of uh, digitization uh, on these new ways of managing inventory? Yes, um, it's, it's indeed bringing a level of complexity to, to the retail organization. If I take retailers as an example, where uh, before their sales channels were really separate and you had a store channel, you planned inventory for the store uh, 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 selling. And, and, and that was a very straightforward uh, uh, problem to, to handle. And then separate from that, there was an online channel. Typically, you would uh, uh, fulfill your online orders from your DC. So now it's a, it's a crossover. Uh, you can sell online and, and have customers pick it up in store. You can pick and store yourself and fulfill to the, to the home uh, uh, door of your consumers. So how, how do I position my inventory now is a totally different ball game. And, and, and if you want to be relevant as a retailer in the future, you will have to be able to make very, very intelligent decisions on how much inventory do I put in the store, recognizing the fact that you may use some of that inventory to fulfill online orders. And, and then so you need to make decisions on how much am I going to hold back in the, in, in the store. You don't want to push too much in, uh, in, in the DC. You don't want to push too much in the store because it could be sitting there as, a, as, a, as an old dog and then you need to get yep. rid of it. So you need to have ability to manage your inventory, plan your inventory in an intelligent way, recognizing the actually the, the network effect that is currently out there uh, for, for fulfillment organizations. And, and for uh, the business-to-business -business environment? In the business-to-business -business environment, uh, similar similar uh, trends. Um, there is also a tendency there that you are getting as close to the end, end user of your products as possible. So you could also set up service centers, return centers. Um, but there you also have the, the, the challenge of uh, not owning the inventory, all your inventory yourself, but having inventory of your suppliers. And at the moment of order intake, you actually have to make promises to your to your customer that you can deliver something by a certain date because you have the inventory available in your own network in your own DCs. But at the same time, you need to make promises also based on inventory at your at your supplier site. So it's also important there that you make some really good uh, arrangements with your suppliers how much inventory they want to reserve uh, for yourself for your business, and and that you can consider that when you're making your 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 fulfillment promises to your to your customer.
So um, if I hear you're talking about this, um, I, I also hear a lot of movement uh, of goods in, in new ways. Uh, I mean, if inventory is uh, shifting uh, uh, location, uh, it needs to be moved around. How, uh, so what's the, what's the impact on, on the transportation side of the business then? Yeah, impact on transportation is, is really big. Um, and, and, and if you just look at it as, as, a, as a consumer experience, we, we often get multiple packages delivered at home and you, yeah. you feel not very happy about that. So there is definitely a, a requirement where uh, companies are consolidating uh, um, you know, a flow of goods, uh, fulfillment uh, streams, such that we are minimizing the impact on transportation. But impact on transportation is, uh, is, is, is enormous. It's, it's a factor of 10, I would say, in, in the, with the current trend of, uh, of, of, of micro-fulfillment, of individual fulfillment to business to consumers, but also to business to business customers that are ordering more and more smaller orders just for one specific purpose, not for a long period of, of, of needs. Um, so... Transportation-wise, you 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 uh, impact on transportation. You you try to consolidate as much as possible, um, and and in a network where or in a, in a fulfillment uh, uh, a challenge you have today, where you're trying to fulfill your your B two B orders at the same time, you're getting more and more B two C type of orders. How do I manage that? And you will have to be able to look at it holistically, and in your same kind of execution of transportation uh, orders, you will have to be able to manage at the same time delivery to maybe doors of individual buyers of, of users of your of your solution at the same time to doors, which could be the door of your service center where it is more like pallets that you're going to deliver. And, and combining both type of uh, uh, transportation orders in a single holistic kind of approach is going to be critical for uh, minimizing the cost you you're incurring on transportation to meet your customer uh, requirements yeah and, and it's and it is complex because you have more flows uh, so they need need to be combined uh, and when you consolidate um, essentially you lose time because otherwise it would have been shipped direct but you're uh, annoying your end customer with um, with multiple deliveries Correct. So you will have to, uh, when you make your promises to your customer, you will have to kind of already consider that complexity. So complexity of I am getting fulfillment via my uh, supplier. I need to consolidate that. So there's a lot of synchronization uh, required in, in the execution. But also when you're making your promise to your customer, you need to understand every single lack in the fulfillment every single consolidation requirement and 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 um, and 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 optimize around that. You could also give your customer options and say, okay, I, you don't want to have a consolidated delivery. That's fine. Then I can actually do two deliveries. So, and maybe this is required because one part of the delivery has a has a is is a is a more urgent need than the other part of the delivery. So you need to be able to give those options to your to your customers, especially in a in a in a B two B type of uh, uh, setting. So options to to your customers. Do you want to have it consolidated, not consolidated? But in any case, you are actually orchestrating and, and, and masterminding a network of fulfillment uh, points, whether it's in your own network that you manage yourself or in an external uh, network that you not own yourself fully. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So I I think in the in the business to business market, I I, I mean companies are used to to uh, uh, to making uh, appointments on what is delivered when. I mean there are much more uh, the delivery slots are are much tighter. Um, and you were talking about educating, uh, or no, not educating, but giving your end customer options. And one of the areas where I think there can be a lot of development is in the business to consumer side. Um, because yeah, most people just order it and want it tomorrow. And, and it's there that, that I think that education even is, is maybe the correct yeah. word there. Yeah. No, I I, uh, I fully agree, Martin, and you're making a really good reference to the, the delivery slots in a, in a B2B setting. We need to move to that kind of mentality uh, in, in the B2C market as well. And we, we start seeing that. Um, and this is obviously also going to help sustainability or, or, or making yeah. our supply chain, our world more sustainable if that we give our consumers options to choose maybe better options from an ecological perspective. Um, maybe not everything needs to be rushed in from a delivery perspective. Maybe it could be delivered within a few days from now. And if you can get, have more time to deliver something later, you also have more more options and more opportunities to to thicken your 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 streams of fulfillment to consolidate. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you can consolidate as a as a as a as let's say as a retailer in a B two C context, um, but I think there is also an opportunity for the last mile delivery, typically done by 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 carriers, that they also kind of consolidate uh, shipments going to the same address or the same area or uh, the same group of, uh, of of addresses, and I think there is a big step to be to be made there, but it starts with the retailer embracing that concept and giving those options to to the to the to the consumer um, should also be sustainability uh, options um, um, that that needs to be offered to the to the consumer so uh, a huge uh, impact indeed for on uh, for transportation on on uh, things like sustainability so um, We've discussed inventory management, uh, putting inventory in different places, uh, uh, transportation management, but um, this has a huge impact on uh, the warehouse as well. And can you say something about that? Yes, Martijn. Um, you know, it's the connected supply chain. So um, if if you are having the complexity of different type of fulfillment uh, uh, streams, one is more like B2C type of a, of a fulfillment option, the other one is more of a B2B, and you need to handle that all as a single organization, fulfillment organization. At the warehouse level, if you bring it to the warehouse level, this is, this is making it extremely challenging for the warehouse people. Um, how do I handle now, you know, large B2B orders together with high priority or more complex B2C orders. Um, and so this is requiring, again, a, a different a different way of working also at the warehouse level, at every fulfillment point. Also for the, for the, for the store, if the store becomes a fulfillment uh, option now, but for the warehouse, it's, um, it has in traditional being, you know, we are working and, and, and batching uh, uh, orders together such that we can have big density opt optimization and you know, optimi optimizing the big density um uh with, with batching approaches waving and and then we get everything delivered or ready for delivery ready for shipping two three four days from now um but today that's not not the game anymore in between <laughs> no. those kind of type of deliveries you also need to actually deliver for something that needs to get out of the door at three o'clock in the afternoon yeah much more speed yeah, yeah. 
So there, there is uh, an other paradigm that is uh, being introduced in uh, in warehousing, which is uh, order streaming. Uh, so it's pulling orders through the warehouse, yeah, uh, through um, uh, with an intelligent uh, uh, um, uh, approach, where where you are looking at cut off time priorities, capacities in the warehouse, because also warehouses. Has uh, has has bottlenecks from time to time, depending yep. on Definitely. the time of the season, the time of the day, the type of orders that you have to have to deal with, and now so you need to have an intelligent way of uh, understanding the bottlenecks, understanding the type of orders that you need to fulfill, understanding the cutoff times today or within a few days, and still trying to achieve uh, optimality from a picking density perspective. So and that's where um, you know you know. Manhattan as a as a solution provider is 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 really bringing innovation to uh, to to allow companies to handle in the same under the same roof business to business type of streams at, at the same time as a business to see type of streams uh, even if it is in a B two B environment. Yeah, because it's uh, the because the from the moment the item is ordered, it flows through order management. It flows through warehouse management, uh, inventory management plays a role, and then in the end it's delivered to somewhere, so transportation management uh, comes into play as well. Comes into play. And you can imagine now that everything needs to go fast, everything is connected, uh, you don't have time to lose, that any disruption anywhere in the in, in the fulfillment chain needs to be kind of handled and, and be broadcasted to other actors in that fulfillment chain. So if there's something going wrong in the in the warehouse, you need to instantaneously be able to kind of inform transportation that something is not going to be ready for shipment so that transportation can adjust itself to accommodate that. And and the, and the other way around, yeah. So fulfillment transport optimization will also drive and transportation needs will also drive the fulfillment uh, uh, needs in the warehouse. So there's a kind of in in two ways about bidirectional kind of propagation of information required to be able to um, meet the speed that the customer today is expecting from you as a fulfillment organization. Uh, so Peter, you made it uh, very clear that uh, both the business to consumer and business uh, to, to business organizations have uh, big challenges when it comes to uh, uh, supply chains. Um, uh, uh, can you uh, summarize the, 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 the complexity of these uh, fulfillment organizations, the complexity that they face? You're asking me a really nice question, uh, Martin. Me asking uh, to summarize it in one single uh, sentence. Maybe I can summarize it in one single word. Um, and and this is uh, it's all about networks today. So where before uh, the supply chain was linear, and it was linear execution, today it's a network, and you need to manage a network, a network of DCs and stores and pickup points from a B two C perspective, but a network of your own DCs, your service centers, your return centers, your 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 uh, suppliers uh, when you have drop shipment type of uh, of, of of models. And you need to manage that network from an inventory management perspective, like we discussed. Mm -hmm. Where do I place my inventory in my own network, at my suppliers, in my stores, in my own DC? But also from a from a, a, a transportation perspective, how do I actually manage this network complexity? Uh, managing all those those streams, uh, combining B two C type of deliveries with B two B type of deliveries. And and how how do I actually manage my my promises when I am accepting orders from my customers? 
you know, B2C is 100%, maybe if it is online business, 100%, but also in B2B, 90% of orders are captured via digital channels today. So how do I make that instantaneous promise to my customer that something will be delivered by a certain date, recognizing all the expectations that the customer has from delivery slots, et cetera, and then orchestrating that in that network again of fulfillment options my own supply my own dcs on my suppliers so so in a single catch-all uh phrase today fulfillment has become a network uh, challenge and you need to be able to actually master the complexity of a network rather than executing at your own speed the the the, the a serial supply chain execution so the so in summary martin the true challenge today is that how do I execute at the speed of my customer in a network type of environment, in a holistic approach? Versus in the old days, it was a linear execution of my fulfillment at my own speed. Is that a good summary? Yeah, that's an excellent summary, Peter. Um, thank you very much for uh, well, for educating us on supply chain complexity and uh, and how to tackle it. It's a real pleasure, Martin, and I'm looking forward to our next session. Uh, thank you. Thank you for listening to Does Logistics Matter? For more on trends and innovations in supply chain and logistics, visit our blog on logisticsmatter.com. This podcast was recorded and produced by Dimitri Vleugel. The music is based on a sample by Ragaman and produced by Michael Spengler. This episode was sponsored by Manhattan Associates. Manhattan Associates is a technology leader in supply chain and omnichannel commerce. They unite information across the enterprise, converging front-end sales with back-end supply chain execution. Their software, platform, technology and unmatched experience help drive both top-line growth and bottom-line profitability for their customers. For more information, visit www.manh.com. That's M-A-N-H dot com.